Welcome back to the Merrimack Hockey pregame show. The Warriors host Quinnipiac tonight here in the uh, back end of a home-and-home. Home. And with us is Bill Riga, assistant coach at Quinnipiac. And played at UMass Lowell a little less than 20 years ago. Uh, your thoughts about uh, your time at Lowell? Just uh, time of my life. You know, we had a couple of uh, real good teams that made the NCAA tournament and close to the, fro- the Final Four, Frozen Four, a couple times. And Coach Crowder was was the guy that kind of got it going there. And I'm uh, pretty uh, – some of my lifelong friends are, are from there and uh, played in this league and in, in Hockey East and just had a, a great time with it. But uh, obviously I'm glad to see them doing well again and saw them in the Frozen Four last year. Right, so it was right. kind of bittersweet when they lost to Yale when we ended up playing Yale and we know how that ended up. But uh, it was a great time and I wouldn't uh, trade it for anything. All right, well, let's talk about last night's game. Uh, kind of a story of two games, right? First period, you guys, I'm sure, didn't play the way you guys wanted to. Second period, totally different. What happened between the first and the second? Uh, pretty much, we didn't execute anything we wanted to do. You know, there were things we wanted to do specifically against Merrimack from the way that they, they played the weekend before we saw on tape, and we just didn't execute those things. And Merrimack came out, and I think they did a lot of what they wanted to do. You know, they, they made it kind of muddy for us and won battles and got pucks to the net, and we just weren't ready to match their compete level. And in the second, it wasn't like we went in there and screamed at them. It was just basically like reiterating the things we want to do. Right. And the guys, I think, were a little embarrassed to get four shots at home in the first period, which isn't really what we typically do at home. And uh, uh, came out with a little bit more jump and a little more tempo, and I think the tempo of the game kind of caught up with Merrimack a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought one of the things, especially early in that second period, I mean, you guys have you got some guys that can put the puck in the net, and you, you need them to shoot the puck. And was that one of the focus going into the, into the second period? Have those guys shoot the puck? Yeah, I mean, we know that uh, Rasmus has uh, done real well, and his save percentage has, has been great, and, and his, he's done really well, especially I think uh, the last ten games or so he's played. Uh, so we wanted to test him and see if we could get uh, some rebound chances off him and get some guys to the net. And the first couple shots of the period went in. I don't know if it was his best game. I'm sure he's played a lot better than that, but it didn't look like he had his best. So we just kept shooting it, and we were able to get four quickly and kind of uh, get get comfortable in the game there, which uh, I don't think he's going to give us those tonight. Uh, physical play, I thought, also. They had the better of that in the first period, and you guys changed that in the second. Yeah, I mean, we are a pretty physical team. We have some guys that run 6-2, 6-3 out there, and uh, obviously they weren't doing that in the first period either, and we started to take the body a little bit more and um, you know, kind of dictate the game, I think, uh, with tempo and with physicality. And right. I wouldn't say that they were not physical. I would say that Merrimack kept being physical, but I, I think that we kind of wore them down, uh, getting pucks deep and, and then buzzing them over and over again. Yeah, this one of the things that stood out to me was, you know, you had guys trying to carry, I think, to the front of the net in the first, and they weren't able to do so for whatever reason. Second period, they had more success doing that in the rest of the game, too. Yeah, uh, watching tape, it looks like Merrimack uh, tends to outnumber guys, so they'll put two guys on one down low, and we were trying to do it all by ourselves with cutbacks, yeah. and and uh, you know, one of the things we did adjust was say, move that puck, let them bring two guys in and move it away, and get yourself some space and uh, I think we did that with, with you know instead of trying to carry it to the front of the net we pop guys out and get some shots and that's how we were able to beat you know Tyrone in a couple times so if they want to keep playing like that we'll keep adjusting but if they go back to a man-on-man then we'll go back to some puck protection. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with the, obviously the way you I mean, guys off to a terrific start after last year and and losing the play the players that you did it seems like you really didn't miss a beat going into this season how, what do you account for that for? Uh, well, I think a lot of the guys that we, we lost were good hockey players, seniors, leadership, and a lot of them were defensemen. Uh, so we had some players coming back that were elite talents, like 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 the Jones kids and Samuels Thomas and those kids. So they do set the culture. And so in terms of goal scoring, we didn't lose a ton. So we were able to offensively replace them. And then I think we had a pretty good recruiting class. But I think the biggest thing is, is the culture of learning how to win games. Uh, I think that a lot of the guys that were even on the team that weren't playing as much last year uh, learned what it took in the process that we go through to win games and how we want to play and the kind of mental toughness it takes to keep doing that. And it was, it was work in progress as the year 
went on here. We had a little bit of a downswing before Christmas time, and guys had to be reminded a little bit of, hold on, we're not doing what we need to do to win games. And I think we've been continuing with those from last year, teaching guys how to do that. So it'll be a challenge next year, too. We lose some of those high-end guys to graduation, and we're going to have to replace them somehow uh, with incoming recruits and, and guys playing more. But we've got to continue that culture of how we win games. And I think so far this year, we've done a pretty good job of carrying on that, what we did last year. Are you seeing the impact already of the run that you guys have had last, the last few years and getting to the point where you are in terms of you know recruiting, maybe getting into some doors that you didn't in the past? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot more recognizable. I remember when I first started here five and a half years ago, some people were like, are you Division One?" <laughs> you know, and, and so now it's a little bit different. Everyone knows, and, and there are people that have interest before we even go to them. Right. Um, in, in specific areas, you know, British Columbia, we do a lot of work, and, right. and even out east now, we're getting a lot more interest from kids than we used to get. Right. It wasn't always so sort of the, the hockey east thing and now there's this other place but I think another reason is the building we play in and, and, the, and the school we have and the facilities we have and obviously put the success into that and it's been a, a whole lot better for recruiting we have a couple classes almost done here in the future so we're able to go out there and get that younger higher end player to be interested whereas before it would have to be more of a 19 20 year old kid and so we're able to get younger kids now that know our name well before we talk about tonight's game let's talk about Jordan Samuels Thomas one of the I mean so many guys in this team that we could talk about, but let's let's focus on him and, and the type of season he's had already and, and the leadership that he brings to the to the table as well. Yeah, he's a fifth year uh, fifth year senior because he transferred from Bowling Green where he had two years in the CCHA and right. sat out one year and really worked on his skating. And before he was a guy that had a lot of strength and, and stick ability, but wasn't really as mobile. And now you see him out there winning races on four checks and getting up and down the ice in transition. So he's put some time into his game. And I think the biggest thing he does is he gives us a contrast. Uh, we have the Jones guys in Pekka who are smaller, faster guys that buzz around. And here's a guy that gets the puck down low. And, and him and Bryce Van Brabant together are 6'3", six, 6'4", six, guys that change the dynamic of our game and give us a different look and depth. Um, but the other thing he does is he scores big goals. He scores game-winning goals. He scores goals that, that, that mean something. You know, he's not just scoring the sixth goal in a 6-1 win. He's, he's scoring that 2-1 game, 2-1 goal in overtime. The main game. The main game. You know, two years in a row he scores the game-winning goal against Maine. So he's scored overtime last year against Dartmouth so he knows when the lights are brightest and uh, hopefully that will continue on into his pro career too. All right, what will be the keys for your team tonight? I think tonight we have to push rewind and realize that uh, that wasn't Merrimack's best game last night. We need to get back to square one and have a better first period and realize it's going to be harder on the road. It's going to be harder with their fans. It's going to be harder because they're probably a little bit irritated with how that game got out of control last night uh, in a hurry. And I think we're going to see a, a much more determined uh, physical team than we saw last night. And we know the team's going to have bad nights. We've had bad nights. And uh, we have a lot of respect for their program. And Mark, Mark does a great job here. And uh, we expect a war. We expect to war, we have to be ready to match it and just get back to the start of the game. Forget about last night and play period by period, shift by shift. All right, thanks, Bill. We appreciate your time. Wish, wish you guys good luck the rest of the way. You too. Take care. All right, that's Bill Riga, assistant coach at Quinnipiac, and they're taking on Merrimack tonight. Back with more right after this. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.